0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: The Volume.
2: Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sports book. incredibly easy to use, super safe, totally secure, super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets, live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. We all know professional athletes care about what they look like. And as you know, I care about what I look like. Right now, I've been wearing a lot of Cuts clothing. I love this thing right now. Every Cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored look. If you want a a long-sleeve Henley, no problem. A short-sleeve crew neck, they've got it. Cuts has everything you want. And I've got all of it, and I wear all of it. Right now, 15% off your first order. 15% off first order by going to CutsClothing.com slash Colin. Cuts, C-U-T-S. Look them up. I got a closet full of their stuff, and I love it. Everybody and welcome in to an instant reaction on a Sunday night. So listen, we could break down the Packers and the Eagles. The Eagles O-line completely dominated the football game. There was a reason they were about a touchdown favorite, and Aaron Rodgers is banged up. I suggested a couple weeks ago it's time to shut him down. They're now four and eight. You know, they're a couple of games behind Other teams like the Giants or the Seahawks, Seahawks still have to play the Rams twice. So Green Bay's playoff hopes are done, completely done. And I think the story of the game, at least from a Green Bay perspective, was Jordan Love. So Jordan Love is the quarterback they move up to draft in the first round a couple of years ago. Aaron Rodgers had declined for a couple of years slightly marginal decline, erosion, and so they drafted Jordan Love, and of course, Aaron Rodgers, inspired, gets Matt LaFleur and has a couple of MVP seasons. I remember making calls on Jordan Love with a couple executives, and they told me that uh, the two criticisms were he was loose, he needed to be cleaned up, he was a little loose with his uh, mechanics, and the second thing, he was immature. He just wasn't ready to be a franchise quarterback. He was like 21-year-old kid, Right. So now he's 24. His birthday's in early November. So next year he would be 25 in the middle of a season. Uh, we all watched him tonight. I don't have any a grand idea of what he'll be in the NFL, but he moves pretty well. Slender kid, but he snaps the ball off. Moves well. Uh, I thought he was significantly more confident and comfortable than he was a year ago when he started against the Chiefs. So the learning curve, you know, it's pretty intense. When you go from college to the NFL, but extra time, especially when you go from Utah State to the NFL, it's different Bama, it's different, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, power five schools, but there's something there. Uh, And some guys just need the maturity. And, you know, that was the knock on him. He just he just was an immature kid, not ready to be a franchise quarterback, but he's going to be mid 25s next year. And, you know, they would take a salary cap hit if they moved off Aaron Rodgers. But I do feel like the organization just, you know, they drafted him for a reason. They wanted to see him play. I'd shut it down for Aaron this year. Uh, He's banged up. You know, you could sell it to Aaron. We don't want you to get hurt. If Jordan Love comes in and loses, you get a better draft pick. If he wins, then you have other conversations. But there's something there. Uh, we, you know, nobody's saying he's Mahomes, but he's a loose athlete. He moves well, snaps it off. And I thought he was really comfortable looking on the road in Philadelphia, much more so than he was against the Chiefs. So I'd shut it down for Aaron, let him play the rest of the season. Uh, at Four and eight playoffs are done. And uh, that was an interesting development late in that game. So uh, a couple of other games I want to talk about. So let's talk uh, Jets-Bears. So, Mike White got the start over Zach Wilson. Mike White threw for 315 yards, 22 of 28 for three touchdowns, and they demolished the Bears. So, uh, we know this to be true. He was a fifth round pick, bounced around a couple of college programs. You know, not a guy that you think at this point you would build around, but he is a better quarterback, Mike White is today, than Zach Wilson. It's not terribly close. Uh, First of all, Mike is not a great athlete, but he's a very accurate distributor of the football. He complete about 67, 68% of his throws so far in the NFL. Zach Wilson's in mid 50s. You know, Zach Wilson's in that Trey Lance situation where nobody's quite sure if he can get to 60, 62% completion percentage. Zach just doesn't see the field particularly well. Uh, Trey Lance for the Niners has a kind of a mechanical issue. You gotta get into the 61, 62% to be an NFL quarterback. Uh, Mike White completes closer to 70%. His career passer rating nudges up against 90. Zach Wilson's is low 70s. So Mike White gives the Jets currently a much better chance to win football games. Play them. Rest of the season. You say, well, uh, what would you do with Zach Wilson? Well, you know, you've never paid him the big money. He could be on somebody else's roster. But to this point, two years in, there is nothing I have seen with Zach Wilson that would lead me to believe he's a franchise quarterback. He's not accurate. He's not improving. He doesn't see the field. He's been injured twice. He lost a locker room. I mean, you got to check one box. (laughs) <laughs> you got to give me a, a leadership maturity thing or an accurate thing, or he's a, he's getting better. Zach Wilson's not checking any of those boxes. So Mike White, I mean, we're seeing Taylor Heineke now peel off wins. There is something to be said about a distributor of the football who the locker room believes in who moves the sticks, and in the case of Taylor Heineke and Mike White, if you have a good defense behind you and a defensive head coach, you can stay in games, make a player too late. Uh, Jets' roster is good enough to battle until the last week of the year for the playoffs. Buffalo and Miami are better teams. You don't know right now. You could have three playoff teams from one division. We thought the AFC West was going to be loaded, but uh, doubtful the Raiders or the Broncos make the playoffs. Chargers will be up against it at Week 17. But, uh, you know, it, it's it, you can't sit and worry about Zach Wilson. He hasn't held up his end of the bargain, okay? They gave him a good defense. Uh, they've drafted some running backs. They've given him targets. They've given him good coaching. Zach Wilson hasn't lived up to his end of the bargain. Can't worry about it. Mike White, better quarterback right now. Better distributor right now. More of an adult right now. I want to talk about the Raiders and the Seahawks. Uh, For most of my life, almost all of it, the Raiders have been impossible to root for. It's hard for me, I've said this before, it's really hard for me to root for dysfunction. So, I grew up as a kid with some dysfunction in my house. And so, I remember years ago that it was a show that came out called Intervention. I couldn't watch it. I watched like five minutes of the first episode. I'm like, this is too much chaos for me. I can't watch it. So, the Raiders have just been a chaotic tire fire. Not interesting. You know, people say, Colin, you like this team or that team. I like teams that are well run. I like the Golden State Warriors, I like the Dodgers. Alabama football with Nick Saban, the Patriots with Belichick and Brady. I like structure. I like organizational competence. Most of my last 15, 20 years, the Raiders haven't had any. So when Josh McDaniels started the year off poorly, everybody was like, fire Josh McDaniels. And I said, timeout, timeout, timeout. It takes longer to rebuild a poorly owned, poorly run business. And they were losing close. And I find this to be a very likable Raiders team. They play with passion. Uh, they play with a lot of heart. Uh, and I was talking to Sean Payton, um, former Saints coach, and now works at Fox Sports. I was talking to him uh, off the air a couple of weeks ago, and I, I don't, he wouldn't mind me sharing this. I said, "What do you what do you make of the Raiders situation?" He said, "You know, he goes, I don't know what they're going to do. He goes, but that's that's an interesting roster." He said they got their receiver, star receiver, they got a slot receiver, they got a tight end, they have a star back, they have a left tackle, they have a pass rusher. He said there's a lot of interesting things there for either Josh McDaniels or, you know, whatever coach is out there. I I think the Raiders have some options. Uh, I would stay with Derek Carr, but if you move off him, you're going to have some nice draft picks. I mean, Max Crosby. How big was he in key spots? I mean, if you look at this league right now, you gotta be, you gotta be really good at about five spots. Well, they got the left tackle. They got the star receiver. They got the back. They have a good enough quarterback. They have an edge rusher. They gotta clean up the back end of their defense. But I mean, Josh Jacobs had 33 carries. Derek Carr was 25 of 36. Uh, Seattle's a quality club. They went on the road. They won. They won in overtime on the road. I find the Raiders in- infinitely likable and I haven't much for the last two decades. You know, Derek Carr lifted them almost single-handedly into the playoffs last year. I don't think they feel like a playoff team this year, but that was fun to watch. Even though I'm from the Pacific Northwest, I felt found myself kind of rooting for the Raiders. Speaking of Sean Payton, Arizona played the Chargers, and for anybody that criticizes Justin Herbert, it was his fourth fourth-quarter comeback win of the season. It feels like the only way the Chargers can win is come from behind because their defense never shows up. Uh, despite the fact Mike Williams wasn't available, uh, their Pro Bowl left tackle's been out since early in the season. Major cluster injuries on the O-line wide receiver. We're not sure if we like their coach. Justin Herbert came out. Uh, he now has 16 red zone touchdowns, which I believe leads the NFL. But it's interesting. As Arizona lost, a lot of Sean Payton rumors circulated on the Internet. And, folks, Sean Payton's going to have his pick of jobs. If he just had Arizona and the Chargers as options, who would you take? Herbert or Kyler? One's bigger. More coachable, has a better arm, and can also move. I have defended Kyler Murray almost since day one. But after the game, he called out his coach again, Cliff Kingsbury, saying schematically, we were dropped an F bomb. What are we doing here? I mean, what, what, Kyler, what are we doing here? So for the Arizona fans, if you think you're going to get an elite offensive coach, a coach with options, Kyler Murray's a time bomb. I mean, they can move off Cliff Kingsbury. But one of the downsides as a player, especially a player at a key position, airing your grievances publicly, the whole world can hear it. You know, if I was an offensive coach, I would be completely turned off by what's happening in Arizona. You got the owner doesn't like the quarterback. The quarterback doesn't like his coach. Uh, they're on the hard knocks thing. So you can sense the tension. Arizona is in a really rough spot. And because everybody's airing their grievances publicly, <laughs> it's just toxic. What elite coach wants to join that kind of toxicity? The Chargers may be struggling, but the coach loves Herbert. The owner loves Herbert. Herbert loves everybody. That'd be an easy one to take over. I mean, you're just walking into an organization that appears to be, you know, kind of underachieving. It's like, you know, if you're having problems in professional sports, mostly keep them to yourself. I mean, Arizona may have a help wanted sign here in about two months. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of coaches that are just not even remotely interested. I mean, it's hard enough to rebuild a roster, uh, to to build a staff, to build a culture. To me, Arizona is just stay away. Stay away if you're a coach. That's what it feels like to me. I do want to talk a little college football here. So at this point, your Heisman Vote should be rescinded or removed if you don't vote for Caleb Williams of USC. I am not being a homer. He is singularly the best player in college football. It, it, the Heisman tends to be years ago. I had a vote. It it tends to be incredibly regionalized, which was is a huge turnoff for me. So right now the coaches poll has a Georgia one, Michigan two, TCU three, and USC four. I, I guess I'll, I'll talk specifically about USC. If let's say you worked at a company and the company had really good management, it would make a lot of sense that the longer the management stayed at the company, the more it would grow and the more it would improve. The longer good people run a company, the better the company. And the inverse is true. I think what's remarkable having watched almost every snap for USC this year is that every unit for the Trojans has gotten better Over the last three months, Uh, the quality of coaching and culture is really remarkable. And people can say, well, they went and got Caleb Williams. Remember, of the 20 or so transfers that came in the transfer portal, Caleb was great. Jordan Addison was great. Linebacker Eric Gentry is very, very good. But most players who enter the transfer portal are not NFL players. They are leaving a situation that is not working for them. Maybe they've been injured and lost a starting role. Maybe they don't get along with a coach. But Caleb Williams is a very rare player in the transfer portal. He was a star following his star head coach. But USC is largely made up of underachieving players when Riley entered it and guys who were solid players at other programs that transferred. That shouldn't equal 11 and one. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not an 11 and one roster. So a lot of this is just coaching and culture. And, but, but at this point, if, if you're watching college football and this is not a shot at anybody, and if you don't think Caleb is the Heisman winner? People can say, well, I read some things on the internet and in a couple of articles today. Well, everybody knew USC was going to be good. Well, that's not true. They were largely viewed as a nine and three team. They were before the season an underdog to Utah and Notre Dame and a coin flip against UCLA. And most people believed Fresno State and Oregon State, they'd win, but they'd be close. And in, in both cases, they were, I mean, they, they got away with one in Corvallis. I'll leave it at that. But if you ever question what coaching means, what they're doing at USC should not be this good, this quick. And I've watched almost every snap, virtually every unit has gotten better over three months. And that is just a credit to the position coaches, the coordinators, and most of all, Lincoln Riley. So an instant reaction on a Sunday night. We'll see you on Fox Sports 1. Hopefully you'll be listening on Premier Radio, iHeartRadio tomorrow. We'll see you.
1: The Volume.
2: Football season's underway. Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Promo code COLIN. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana or text H-O-P-E-N-Y four six seven three six nine in New York, Tennessee. Red line one 800 tennessee Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
0: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff,